another episode of Chloe Across America. You guys are amazing. Shout out to the real ones who are always here on time and super early. Brycey's, what's up? How are you? You are always so early. He leaves messages like, hello, all. When you arrive, thank you for holding us down, Brycey's. Hello, Damara. What's going on? Yes. Oh, seeing all the co Americans in the chat. Hey, folks. Oh, my gosh. And Brooke is here on time. Hey, Brooke. What's going on? Yay, y'all. It's another week. Another week of us trying to figure this life out, but I am not here alone. I am joined by my dear friend, Miss Mary Pryor, friend to the show. She's been on several times, so we're just going to have a really good kiki and uh, try to break down all the madness this week. I'm going to start with something that has totally thrown me for a loop this week, and that is daylight savings time has ruined my life this week. I don't know how to function. I don't know if it's hitting us extra hard. I don't know if the, the retrograde is extra grady this time. I don't know. But I wake up every day and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with my life? Because this, I, I don't like it. I don't like this daylight savings time. And I, maybe that's just me getting older. I don't know. My mother told me this morning that I need to start watching the Weather Channel. And I said, you want me to get no one in my life. Okay. If you want me to dedicate time to the Weather Channel, I'm out here trying to get chose, mom. I can't be out here watching the Weather Channel. What I'm going to bring up on a first date. Oh, did you hear about that twister that touched down in Cornfield in Kansas? Oh, my gosh. Those poor people. He going to be like, check, please. She done gave up on life. She's out here watching the Weather Channel. <sighs> I had to get that off my chest. Who else is here? What's up, Darren? Thank you for being here. Hey, your mama. I'm just clicking all over the place. What's up, y'all? How you doing? What's going on, man? Yes. Thank you to all the new people. Hey, Tony. How you doing? Allison, what's going on? Thank y'all for being here because you know what? I did not do a good job of promoting this um, episode this week because I told you daylight savings time has been killing it. Oh, your mama. Thank you. Your mama says, I just want to tell you that you killed it last week and on the Tony Baker and Friends show. That is right. I made my one-year return to stand-up comedy. I'd done like a show here or there, Zoom. I'm not counting Zoom. But last Friday, I had the pleasure of gracing the stage with a microphone and lights and everything in front of people and thousands of folks who live-streamed it. Thank you for those who bought tickets and supported the Tony Baker and Friends show. Um, it was I, was I was up there telling jokes, and it felt good. My nose was running the whole time. When, I, when I, it was cold outside, it was an outdoor show. Whenever it's cold outside, I get the sniffles. So I'm letting y'all know right now. I don't want you thinking that I have no home training. But those are the things that happen when you get older and your mother tells you to watch the weather channel. Your body slowly breaks down. Okay. All right. What's up, Tim? Uh, on that live stream, um, I have a funny... What is that? What, what is all of that? What is all of that? What are you doing, Tim? I don't know. Anyway... <laughs> On the on the Tony Baker live stream, Chloe uh, asked me to uh, record it because she wanted some um, intel as to how well she did. Yeah. On the live, so I set up to record her live, um, her well, her her set, and she hits me up on text message and says, um, "Can you get the con? Can you get the comments too?" Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Fuck! You need the comments for." Absolutely. I need to know how I'm faring out here in these streets. Those people were slobbing you. And I was like, why the fuck did I record the comment? Like I was thinking, I can should. You, can you explain what slobbing 
they was just like, Chloe is, she saved the show because that lady that came before you, ooh, no, I didn't even mention her name. Listen, I did not see the person. I know who was before me, but I did not watch your set, so I cannot. And I'm not, I would never ever uh, comment on another comedian. Nah, I ain't going to ask you to do that, but ugh. Well, listen, we all have to do what we have to do, okay? Well, you saved the show. You saved the show, so. Listen, I appreciate it. I'm just a vessel. The (laughs) Lord has used me. I'm here to speak my truth and entertain and and make uh, jokes out of everyday situations. Oh, like good. my love life. I mean, that's pretty yeah, much it. That is a joke, pretty much. <laughs> Bye. What's up with you before we get to Mary? No, don't disappear, Tim. Come up here. What's up with you? What do you got to share with the people this week? What's going on? We got to get you your own theme. Um, remember you were asking me about some person that left a comment um, in one, I guess, on the um, one of the shows. Uh-huh. And I was going like, mm, I don't have time for that. Like, <laughs> What you don't have time to be? I going- don't have no nah, because this new job. Oh, oh, you just try to oh, you just try to sneak in that you got a new job. Look at that, look at that transition. Tim, tell us about your job. Tim has me a a well paid job. Go big, Tim. Tell him. I am a senior uh, design experience. Uh, shit, I'm a senior experience designer at. Um, damn, I forgot where I work. Uh, VMLYNR. Okay, so what is that for? What does that mean? What is VLM R and R for us regular people? Well, Y and R used to be this old uh, school agency, Young and Rubicam, um, which has thousands of uh, employees all over the world. VML is out of uh, Kansas City, mm-hmm. and somehow became like you know the lead agency in that that scenario. So we're work, doing a lot of work in um, healthcare, pharma. Um, uh a lot of good uh tech technology clients as well so so um, do you have full health insurance now oh everything i got the full Hmm. package now listen hold up now hold it now because these last couple weeks whenever you pop up on the screen people in the audience be like oh tim is handsome so tell them now you are gainfully employed gainfully employed (laughs) it's benefits like i said this position is very um challenging so all right them ain't got no time for all of that oh, whatever i mean listen people ain't, ain't getting married for time they're getting married for benefits okay maybe in, maybe in six months you ain't seen 90 day fiance you can get you a whole host of women now you can just throw out out there that you are gainfully employed with a nice apartment no uh, tim need a peloton bike and some other shit you need all of that, all of that you can get a lady that'll order that for you and make sure you ride it too your own little personal uh, cheerleader. <laughs> you know. What's All right, Tom. Yes. You're going to pop off. back up, I'm sure. Okay. Maybe. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please, let's make some noise for my homegirl. But before I bring her on here, y'all know what to do, because I know I don't really, like, beat this uh, home enough. But please like, share, and subscribe. Tim, can you show hit the button? I know we got to change the color on that. But, you know, this show is homegrown. So please like, share, and subscribe. Share with folks. Let them know about this show. We do this every week, and we have fun. So Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. Um, You still ain't paid me. I'm going to pay you. You got a whole job. You you just said I'm being told about how gainful. 
Boy, you, you ain't, you you ain't shit. You, you sent me a message talking about, I'm going to pay you. I am going to pay you. I just keep forgetting. And I paid to go to your little funky show, the, the recorded for you, and you still yeah, ain't paid. You will, be, you will be compensated. Did you file your taxes yet? Because you could just hold the receipt over for next year and you'll get compensated for that. It's, oh, it's work it's a work, it's, this is a work expense. Nigga, Bob. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Like, share, and subscribe to the Chloe Quest America experience. We are going to be leaving our old channel come May 1st. So May 1st is the last time you're going to see this broadcast on the old channel. We're moving to the new channel, which has not been named yet, but I will be naming it this weekend because it's on the top of my to-do list. So please welcome to the show my dear friend. Y'all love her too. Every time she's on the show, y'all hit me up and tell me how much uh, fun you have with her. She's not a comedian, but she's a naturally funny woman from the incredible city of Detroit, uh, Stone Cold Killer, uh, Miss Cannabis Queen. Please welcome to the show, Mary Pryor. I'm retiring from cannabis, but that's another show. Why are you no? Why are you why are you retiring from cannabis, Mary? Uh, you know I like stable, relatable funds, and also I don't like to attract um broke hoteps. So only broke hoteps like cannabis? No, but a vast majority that um try to come over here try it so i'm just trying to protect my neck you know it's an it's enough that bumble has a lot of dudes with like small dick and no hairlines so mm. girl that you just said a word i ain't gonna it's the truth i i i have nothing to say but um all right let's get into these stories because we're still doing stories tonight okay now um <laughs> Mary and I are going to be talking about some serious things tonight, but you know how we do. But I know we had to address this story first up, the biggest story of the week, which is this Stop Asian Hate Movement. As you have got to know by now, um, more than eight people were shot at, several died, many of them Asian women who worked in massage parlors in the Atlanta, Georgia area. They were killed by an angry white man who don't get no puss. But conveniently, the police said the reason why he attacked and killed these women wasn't because they were Asian and working in massage parlors, but because he has a sexual addiction and he was upset about his sexual addiction. A sexual addiction in Atlanta, which has a lot of strip clubs, he just conveniently decided to go shoot up um, Asian-owned and ran massage parlors. But, you know, who's counting? I mean, I, I just know I've been to my fair share of strip clubs in Atlanta. And, you know, um, yeah. Also not to also add that the police chief that was a spokesperson during the press conference yesterday posted in March 2020 his uh, custom-made uh, COVID-19 China virus shirts where he definitely did IP infringement copyright um, on that uh, as an item for sale. Uh, and no one else is talking about it except for Twitter and Instagram. So because they keep thinking that we're going to forget. And it's like now we have been around this so long that there are always receipts. And even if you try to get rid of stuff, people will find the receipt. 
So you can't pee on us and tell us it's raining anymore. Like at a certain part, I feel like even white people who aren't like all about trying to do the fight are going to be like, enough is enough. Now you're playing with us. Now you're thinking we dumb. We're not dumb. We see you out here capping for a clearly racist person. You know, you know, I, I just don't think white people care. You know, I, I just and I, and I also think that because of last year and the lack of things that have actually matured and manifested from all that Black Lives Mattering. Remember, we was like going on the ground, painting the ground. Remember that? Yeah, you yeah. thought that was it? We was just going around, painting on the ground, making murals. I, I'm pretty sure them that paint is off them streets. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I hope I really, as someone who is actively working and supporting my Asian Pacific Islander brothers and sisters with making contacts for them um, in regards to this as a sign of solidarity and just following whatever the solidarity move is for those that I definitely know that are working to do something larger. Um, I, I think I'm just a little concerned because we do need to get over and talk about the fact that even in our communities, there's a lot of Asian hate um, and just like there's a lot of issues going on in terms of our dynamics as melanated people with each other. Um, I can talk about several incidents that have happened um, involving a lot of discord, um, murder, killings, misunderstandings, fighting um, between Black and Asian folks. But right now, I, I really, really am really proud of the black voices that have stood up and said something before white folks have. I mean, black folks were on it yesterday. White folks are speaking up now. So it's it's really wild, you know, to kind of like now be at this moment where the idea of the original Rainbow Coalition that Fred Hampton had, not the Jesse Jackson version that was co-opted, but that's another that's another show. Uh, but the original idea of a rainbow coalition kind of needs to happen at this point because they're coming for if everybody, everybody's getting it and no one is protected. No one is safe. And that idea of safety at the hands of the police has already shown you what that's going to look like for anyone, whether you are, you know, if you're melanated, if you're poor, if you're an immigrant, there's a lot. So, uh, you know, fuck that white man. I'm glad we're not showing his face. Absolutely. He has a fucked up haircut. You know he got you. You know his breath probably got a stink, and you know he smells like a bologna sandwich. I'll tell you that much. Now, this was a post that uh, someone posted yesterday. Uh, the artist, I believe, her name is uh, Sloane E. Burnett. Oh, her name is Solange Burnett. Solange. Solange I, listen, I said I believe. Okay. I, I I know you said that, but first of all, let's go through some phonics. So, 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 so long, right? So long. We got that. Okay. Jim? Okay. Burnett. We, we, we had phonics. No, no, no. You, but, but first of all, everything is the same. Everything is capitalized. So how am I supposed to know? The, it's, it's, it's an IG name. That's why it's a capitalized. No, but, listen, but see, this is why I always do Chloe underscore Hilliard so you know what the first and the last name are. So what I that got to do with the fact that you can't pronounce words? What, what does that what? say? S, S O L O. Salon? Salon. But see, I, they don't spell Solange always the same. So I don't know that that J E is a part of that. Yes, S you can. Look at the pronunciation of the word. This is, it says Solange. 
Look at the that, word. That does not say Solange to me. I'm sorry. Thank you for letting me. You know me. what? I actually know this person. I can't wait to tell her that you can't pronounce her name. And she's black. Look at you. You got to understand. You telling me that I'm not pronouncing a name that I'm reading for the first time. And it's all capitalized. So how am I supposed to know where the word breaks at? I'm thinking that it's S-L-S-O-L-O-N, Salon. What's the point? What, I'm, not, I'm not doing this. What's your point? The point is, people were posting uh, yellow squares yesterday. And I said, we need not do that. And even me as a Black person, a part of me was like, of course, I posted stuff that says stop Asian hate. But this is the message that really needs to be conveyed. Everybody's asking for the same group of people to stop killing us. So we need to change the marketing strategy. And instead of saying stop killing us, we need to say white people stop killing everybody. I mean, I wish I want to disagree with you. I, I'm, I'm not. I mean, I can I can go the Van Jones route and tell us we should hug them. We no. can hug away. We can hug away the bullets. You want me to do that? I can go that route if you want. Listen, I, I definitely did not bring you uh, on here to uh, be Van Jones. I can start crying and then talk about a white person that might be doing something, but then turns out being a racist when we dig up their old tweets like Van Jones. You want me to do that? Van, what are your thoughts? <clears throat> it's, um... I can't. <laughs> I can't. Um, and what's messed up is I know Van Jones. He gonna get so mad at me. <laughs> listen, listen, let him be mad. He know, he know, he know. First of all, I just want to take a break. I just want to take a pause for the calls and apologize to uh uh Mary. How would you say this name? Because she says that I've been saying her name wrong. Damara. Damara. How you been saying it? Damara. Why? It's Gamora. I think that's the New Yorker in me. Um, don't, be, don't be blaming your five Demera. issues on New York. That's disrespectful Demera. to New York. Demara, I apologize. I will Demera. say for from now she on. She literally just told you to write. Go to the next topic. The next topic. <laughs> Wait, do we have any more slides? Let me see the next photo for this, Tim. Let me Don't bring it up on the screen. Let me just see. No. Yeah, well, okay, we talked about that, how black they want black people to be allies for Asian people right now. And MSNBC News um, posted this story, which uh, was basically was saying how the two communities should come together, but they used, you know how they use an old article and a new tweet to catch the wave? Yeah, the, head, the headline is misleading, and it makes the author of this, who, this was an older piece, yes, in look a black wild. Woman. But the, the, you have to blame the social media editor for this one um, or the editor who chose the headline. So I, I know the writer as well for this piece. I, they were very upset that this is kind of what happened. Uh, and so, you know, like, I believe that a true rainbow coalition idea needs to stick and we can't be swayed by barbecues and hashtag campaigns this that doesn't work you know like it, it doesn't work like it, it's clear that it doesn't work and for all of the millions of dollars of promises that companies make to do different things you know you telling me to buy a wet black and green watch only for that moment to go to something isn't my idea of showing any solidarity towards change so 
you know, what happened yesterday, I had several of my like Asian homegirls call me crying. And, you know, I've called them crying too. And they definitely are with the shit. So we've never had to have like a, you know, what about this? What about that? Like I've had homegirls for 20, 30 years that are Japanese, Chinese, Korean, Vietnamese. So, you know, I, if we don't come together, I mean, we're, we're all under attack, all of us. And that whole sexual predator, sex addict shit is another degree of fetishism, fetishizing that is fucked up beyond just what happened, right? So, you know, this country is always been what it is. You yeah. know, racism is not new to us. Um, I really wish, like I've said before, that it doesn't take continued lives being lost for people to unite. Um, I wish that we didn't just choose to unite when it's warm and then fall off in the winter. Uh, I wish that we didn't choose to unite because somebody put together a diversity council, but they still keep putting out black face sweaters. I don't know. I don't know what it's gonna take. Yeah, but I'm I, not waiting. I'm not waiting on y'all to get it together. I I have my crew. I, yeah, I know you. Listen, Re Mary's ready to go. Um, Mary been ready to go. I've been ready to go. We, y'all, y'all. I'm re like Elon, our parthide Musk. Like I know y'all love him. I know y'all love his little conflict diamond money. But if he got like a, 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 a like some type of planet we can go to, maybe we need to try that out. Maybe we should just rob his rocket and like take it over and go to mars because he can't come with us because you know whatever y'all 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 ain't ready to have your third eye open That's no i want my third eye open but tim tim said he has some thoughts on this come on on here tim here we go no my my thing is just this is that at the end of the day when this is all over with I don't want the Asian folk to go back to business as usual to say, oh, well, let's forget about that because we got to come over here and get this money with these white folk and let's try to like keep the peace. And yeah, but black folk do that. So what are you talking about? No, to me, it just feels like um, they're more comfortable to go with the status quo as opposed so to are black people. I don't know what black people are doing. Are you serious? No. I know a lot of black people that are comfortable no. to go with the status quo. So I just, I just want to, I just want to be a little real here. We got a lot of black folks that go with the status quo and pretend that they're making a difference. Like people that have celebrity BLM group chats. Uh, well, so wait, so we're going to get to that, but I want to say this. I think I understand what Tim is saying and I, and I don't want to speak for him, but the way I heard what he said is knowing the Asian community and how close and how close they mobilize. Right. Um, I feel like the Asian community as a whole moves a little bit closer than the black community as a whole for various reasons, for various reasons. So if, if Asian people are aligning themselves with the white majority for financial gain, right, then it's there, it's, they're less likely to allyship with us because there is no financial gain. Right. I, I totally, I totally get that. Okay. I'm just saying, I know plenty of black folks that want the status quo to exist so before i can start pointing at anybody i'm gonna be looking at you me and anybody else over here that 
is making my struggle harder because of their decision to co-op, capitalize, and destroy the movement of what needs to happen for Black equality and equity, period. Mm -hmm. That's just me. I'm not saying that what Tim is saying doesn't have a degree of merit. I'm not saying what you're saying doesn't have a degree of merit. But I can name about, I can count on, on my fingers and toes about 20 Black folks that are selling us up a river right now that everybody follows, shares, retweets, and donates to their GoFundMes. So when we want to have a show about that, you let me know. Oh, you want to be dropping bombs? Is that what 100%. you want to do? You want to be dropping? You want to be dropping? Ooh, listen, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Okay, listen. We're going to go to the next story. Is this a fun one? Is this going to be serious? Are we going to do something fun? Is it going to be... No, actually, we, we got to finish out the whole Stop the Asian Hate um, wave real quick. Um, this okay. is going to be a quick little uh, post, post story. So the brand new editor-in-chief of Teen Vogue did not step foot in the building because when they announced that she was going to be the editor-in-chief, somebody dug up some old tweets of hers from 2011 where she was anti-Asian. Her name is Alexi, I hope I said her name, Alexi McCammond. And she's a young, uh, I believe, uh, BIPOC woman, um, age 27. I don't know how she identifies, so I'm not going to say. She's giving me a little bit of Meghan Markle, but I don't want to say she got a white daddy. Um, and people at Teen Vogue, the staff came together and released several statements saying that like we we need we need to get to the bottom of this because we cannot have a woman who is anti-asian regardless of when the tweets came out coming over to teen vogue which has for many years been all about diversity and inclusion they've done really good like journalism and elaine wentworth just left there blah 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 blah, blah. um and so because they kept going back and forth about how they should handle this she decided that she was just going to step back and she wasn't going to do this. But let's look at some of the tweets that she released. Remember, this was in 2011. She was a teenager because she's 27 now. Uh, the first one says, outdone by Asian, hashtag what's new. The next one says- oh, First of all, grammar, horrible, continue. <laughs> Uh, she was 17. Now, um, now Google my grammar wasn't like this at 17. <laughs> but you know, kids wasn't writing the way we was. Writing. No, we, we wasn't. I wasn't writing like that at 17. And I was in Detroit, high, working, doing jitting and shit. I was going to the club, under 21 clubs with a fake ID, all of that. I wasn't writing outdone by Asian. There, there's no period. There's no grammar. There's no context. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got to stop giving these 17-year-olds credit like this. Continue. How about this one? Now Googling how to not wake up with swollen Asian eyes. Now, for that one, that's just like, not even like, I don't even know what your medical condition is. Like, she could have just said that she was like, I don't Hung know. Swollen, hungover? Hungover. Tired? Googling how not to wake up hungover, that would have been better. Enough. Oh, oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Why does every um, post that this broad and left was on the 11th of something? I mean, that one was on September. So oh, first of all, Grandpa, that's 2011. Yeah. That's the year, 2011. I know, but I'm... So, so it's, November, it's November 8th of the year 2011, September 3rd of the year 2011, October 15th of the year 2011. So she was in high school tweeting her life away in 2011 because she's 17. Look, I'm going to tell you something. If you are trying to get a, and she also was a writer at Axos, Axos. 
Axel right. she was also a political contributor. For, so she she has journalism chops. However, this also was supposed to be her first editor in chief position as well. Yeah, you know, too bad, so sad, sis, or maybe sis. You know, like I don't feel bad. Delete your tweets. D listen, but listen. So this is the crazy thing. These tweets and and she's wrong. Oh no, for sure she's wrong. She's wrong. I just want to put that out there. She's she's out of line. And the fact and the fact and I have several black friends and white friends that put out statements, and they work at Teen Vogue, and nobody listened. But there's no way you can keep this woman in that role after what has happened yesterday. That's it's crazy. Not happen. Because this story of hers, her story popped last week and beginning of this week, and then the massacre happened. So there's now there's no way. There's no way. Um, but not to mention, I just want to state this. She wrote these tweets as a teenager in 2011. When it came up in 2019 that she wrote these racist tweets, she deleted them and she apologized. And now that she, they once they announced that she was going to be the editor-in-chief of Teen Vogue, somebody found screenshots of the already deleted tweets because it was a story in 2019 and brought them back up. So that's the only part that I feel like is kind of fucked up because she already deleted them and apologized in 2019. Mary, come on now. She already came. She already had a moment where she was like, I was wrong. When I was 17, I got drunk off a bottle of ENJ. I drove my grandma's 1984 Buick to a high school party in the yearbook. I'm halfway throwing up on a stoop. We've all done dumb things, but that was dumb. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I have no. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. I'm not apologizing. No remorse. So you're saying that regardless of what you tweet, even if you willingly delete it before. See, that's the thing. I think the thing is if you delete it before it's found, then you'd be like, I knew it was wrong. I deleted it. But if you if it's found out and then you delete it, then you don't really have a leg to stand on. Twitter is like porn, as Sean Malcolm said. It never goes away. Listen, I deleted all my tweets two years ago. Right before my book came out, I had. You got to keep deleting them. You should delete Always. your tweets every year. Like at the, at, I, I, I agree. January first of every year, you should clean out all your tweets. And also, folks, we now some now, but some tweets I want to stick. Like you know, the tweet I posted about the dude with the small penis that was telling me to shave my cat for him. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I want that tweet to live forever. Yeah, well, I, see, to me, I, I, I need a fresh start because I can't remember. This is what I actually had uh, Brooke did. Brooke is one of my dearest friends. She she watches the show every week when she remembers. Um, and I told her, I was like, Brooke, my book is coming out January 7th, 2020. And I need to be clear in these streets. Can you please look through my shit, do the search? And if everybody else needs to do the search, search your name. And, every, and I gave her a list of crazy words. Asian, Beyonce, gay, fat like drugs, crackhead. I had her look at everything that could be a hot button topic or word that you're not supposed to say. Homosexual, pull it up. If I said anything with those things, delete those first. And then I just went back and w, double whammy. I, I did the two shot to the head. I said, I'm gonna kill you dead. And now I'm gonna erase everything. She erased the bad stuff and then I erased everything. I'm, I'm, I, I thought I'd get a good deletion on this word that I created, but I have to go back and re-delete Coon Basket because I brought it back last year. Yeah, you got deleted. Yeah. And then somebody was like, ooh, I'm going to use it. I'm like, oh, great. So now people going around using Coon Basket, I don't get credit for it, but I got to delete it because it's wrong. But yes. And I also think that was me. 
I think that's when people when people take credit for like uh social media words that buzz up, like it, that's a that's a hard thing to patch your back patch your back for because it's so hard to document, you know. So now you just have people going to your bio being like Mary Pryor, a uh, creator of Coon Basket, and you be like, girl, get the trademark. Like, ain't nobody sitting here <laughs> worried about you fucking bringing new words to life, bitch. If, if I, I, I would, oh, someone asked, what is a Coon Basket? A Coon Basket is a coon that collects more coons and it's a basket of them like you can almost like present it like a fruit basket or an easter basket it's literally like a a coon ship like a a coon a coon mobile but it's a coon basket because it's better to envision it it just sounds better when it rolls off the tongue coon basket coon basket interesting coon basket Yeah, like that. That's a basket of coons. That is about that is a basket, a tightly woven basket of coons. There you go. All right. Underwater basket woven. <laughs> okay. Now you brought this story up a little bit. So we're gonna really do a deep dive on this, okay? Um, it has come to the black Twitter streets attention that there is a celebrity Black Lives Matter chat. Not only is a celebrity Black Lives Matter chat. But this revelation was given to us by rapper Chica um, on the heels of Samara Rice, the mother of Tamir Rice, coming out on her Facebook with these messages. If you don't know Samara Rice, this is her, lovely woman, the mother of Tamir Rice, the 12-year-old who was instantly shot by the police holding a toy gun um, in a playground because they're afraid of everybody but white niggas who kill bitches in massage parlors. Okay. So this is what she posted on her Facebook. I have tried to stay off this shit. Tamika and the crew, you bitches chasing clout along with Sunny, Crumb, and Lee. Y'all have literally fucked our fight up. I hope not another family soul used y'all to represent them. Y'all might as well be junior pig cops. I'm mad as hell. Now, Mary, would you like to give us some insight on this? <sighs> I believe that most people try to think of things with good intentions. That's the Pisces optimist fish of me. And then there's the other side that's cynical, that's like, fuck everybody. So it's always a balance. I always go between both. <sighs> I'll say this, you know, I don't think that there's any movement that comes without the need for amplification, which is what celebrities do offer, pending their education on the matter and pending that they're not gonna say crazy shit. Yes. You can't always script that out. You can't always determine how that's gonna go. You know, YG gave us an anthem, fuck Donald Trump, years before we actually started playing it in circulation. Would I want YG to be my dating coach? No, I, I would not. I would not want YG to become my dating coach. Could he show me how to make a great pair of loafers, shine up with uh, a nice uh, pyru rag? Yes, 100%. I would definitely go to him for that. Would I go to him for feminist theory 
and remarks on bell hooks. I, I don't think I do that, you know? But a lot of people don't know how to separate those things out when it comes to celebrities and what they're good at. My way of saying this is this. I do know celebrities that are part of these experiences that do have good intentions. I do know celebrities that should not be touching anything near an intention, a hope, a wish, a dream, a wishing well, kiss and tell, none of that. I do understand that influence matters and that it can drive a lot of volume around issues surrounding different items. I'm doing my best to use my media training here. I just wish that we didn't rely on celebrities to lead us and that we actually relied on people that are on the ground doing this work. I feel that that is an us problem because we feel the need to be seen just like we shout out happy birthday Beyonce on our IG, knowing that Beyonce is not gonna see that. I always wonder what that's gonna do. Like, do you think Sean Carter saw your 50th birthday shout out at Jumpman12 on Instagram? I don't think so. I feel like I've said a lot. Um so I'm glad I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to uh Samira Rice because you know she's she she doesn't have the media training that you have. So here's another post she posted. <laughs> I'm tired of Black Lives Matter, Tamika Rallery and crew, bitches that's riding these families back and y'all ambulance chasing attorneys, Ben Crum, Lee Merrick, too. Y'all have fucked up our fight and y'all could kiss my ass too. Make it make sense. You can't, working with devil is easy to do. Fuck y'all. And that's how Mary had a little lamb. I feel her pain. I hate to see it. And a lot of other families have made statements as well. Um, I am not mad at her. And I wish we're part of the problem too, by the way, y'all. Yes. Like, and I want to say, I, I just want to put that out there. We, we are part, are part of, of the problem. Because we don't listen to people's stories until right. they have a, a shiny suit man next to them or a stiletto-wearing woman next to them. Or and when we're out here being like, LeBron needs to tweet about this. Okay, well, he did it. Yeah. Now now what? Listen, because I know that one show needs say, to do something. And you know Diddy, what's so crazy? I don't know if Diddy is a civil rights attorney. Like, what What do y'all want? Definitely. I, I don't know. Well, see, I think this is the difference. Two things. When white people want something done, they will make the phone calls. They will write the letters. They will show up to the town hall meetings. They will go there and they will give their open air comments for two minutes and say thank you at the end and turn around and sit down. And those political people fear them because they know that they will be not allowed to, to be in office. But when it comes to black people, we don't have that privilege, right? Because you're already dealing with political people who are trying to, right now, as we're sitting here and breathing, trying to make it harder for black people to vote, right? So if right. you can even leverage your power of the vote to say, y'all need to do your job or else I'm going to make sure that you don't get voted into the next term. If you can't even hold that threat above their head, they don't have to listen or do anything that you want because they already don't consider, consider you an important part of their constituency. So really, our hands are tied. The only way to get anything done if you are in the Black community is to publicly shame people and to hopefully get compassionate white people who have money to join your fight and to raise the fire a little bit higher up the pole. So we're handicapped. So then yeah. 
So now you have people who are trained under the school of Reverend Al Sharpton. No shade, but that's what he does. He is good at ringing the alarm and getting people's attention. And Reverend Al Sharpton has gotten a lot of things accomplished throughout his life. He's done a lot of other things too, but with the good and the bad, you get some outcome. So he has, he has got a lot of things accomplished. A lot of things accomplished. I just want I, I, look in my, in my, this is me. I have grown past the idea of good and bad. I now think about utility. I now think about reasoning. I now think about it as you are able to do this in this way, given what you have. And it's not, you know, it's something that I just have to like do in order to keep my sanity because this world is not, it's not everything's black and white. Yeah. And it sucks. I am glad that uh, Samara Rice and also another woman who's lost her son and and his image has been used. Her name is Lisa Simpson. I'm glad yeah. you released this statement because when you release a statement like this and you name the people who you believe to be taking advantage of your pain and your family's pain, it alerts other families who instantly go, well, I keep seeing these same people, so I'm going to keep using these same people. So this is an official statement from Samara Rice, mother of Tamir Rice, and Lisa Simpson, mother of Richard Riser. They said... Tamika D. Mallory, Sean King, Benjamin Crump, Lee Merritt, Patrice Callers, Melina Abdullah, and the Black Lives Matter Global Network need to step down, stand back, and stop monopolizing and capitalizing our fight for justice and human rights. We never hired them to be the representatives in the fight for justice for our dead loved ones murdered by the police. The activists have had events in our cities and have not given us anything substantial for us for using our loved ones' images and names on their flyers. Now, I want to say one event that pissed me off was the Brianna barbecue that happened uh, last year. It was a three-day event in the city of Memphis. Wait, was it Kentucky? Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. Um, to commemorate and bring attention to Brianna's death. Now, Brianna still does not have justice. The district attorney who is a, a protege of Mitch McConnell, a black man, has no intention of taking this case to court the way it needs to. So y'all went down there, y'all had a barbecue in, there in honor of Brianna, okay? Y'all went and got arrested on, on VH1 reality television conveniently on the lawn of the district attorney, y'all did everything but get justice. And now they're on to another city and to another crying mother who's lost their son. So I feel like this, if you're going to do all of that, at least get some results, get some results. Anything else to add? I feel like you kind of like did it. Well, we should just drive it on home with the tweets that Chica posted. <laughs> so Chica, rapper Chica, Grammy-nominated rapper Chica said this on March 16th. I have homies in the group and wouldn't want to speak ill of them as people, but there is such thing as objective truth. Nobody that day spoke up but me and Amber Riley. They left the march in angry tears and left the chat the same day. So this was about a conversation that had many celebrities and, you know, other Black Lives Matter advocates and other, you know, people, ambulance chases or whatever you want to call them, involved. And this was the day that Chica found out that young, who was it, uh, Mary, was also going to be making a music video at a march for anti-police brutality. 
and there was a celebrity chat about it and she was mad and she said that no i'm not going to be here if y'all out here doing music videos and so she left the chat so that that is also a part of it where people co-opt marches for music videos and the folks who are the leaders think that it's okay i have i have no do you want me to do you want me to go like with like like a so, Candace Owens take? You mean to try that? You want to try again? You want to try again as long as they go ahead and try it. I mean, I'm just I'm, I I can't, I I don't disagree. So what am I supposed to what am I supposed no, to do? Am I no, supposed I'm not, to like, listen, listen, we can go. You, to didn't, the, you didn't tell me I need to go into character before this. You didn't say, hey, go give me your Candace Owens in person. You didn't give me anything. Well, how am I supposed to prepare? I, sidebar, a friend of mine sent me the Cam, Candace Owens video commercial for her brand new talk show, which debuts next week. Let me tell you something. I need to go big on this because Candace girl, I know you are not going to watch this, but I just want to tell you something. Your ability to rebrand yourself, it is actually a little bit commendable because I watched that three minute long fucking sizzle commercial about your upcoming talk show. I don't know what the fuck you're going to be talking about, girl, but you really made it seem like you was of sound mind and body. And I'm not saying that you are crazy. You're not crazy. You're very smart. You're highly intelligent because you've been able to flip this game. But I see through you. You are just an opportunist who is trying to align herself to whatever side she thinks is going to win the fight. And when you was out here promoting uh, democracy and, and sucking on the teeth of Obama, Obama's and it wasn't making you no money. You was like, let me go over here to the other side and get my ice really cold from the white man. And you stuck to that girl. And now that Trump is out of office, you trying to rebrand yourself as a conservative woman and a mother and you holding up your baby and everything and showing pictures of your white husband and let people know that you really on a conservative tip. Girl, I am not mad at you for out being out here doing what you think that you need to do because you doing a good, it looked, it looked really good. Like it, Mary, I'm telling you, did you see the commercial for her? Her thing, I mean, behind I, I blocked Candace Owens as a search term on Twitter, so I'm not able to see what she does. She got a she got a full a full sewing weave now, bitch. She is going for the jugular. She said, I, I as a weave wearer, do not want you to come for weaves. They're no, multi-purpose and functional. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that she has upped the ante on her look because now she's presenting herself as a oh yeah, she had like the split ends for a while, right? Yes. Yeah. But, you know, because if she would use a flat iron and it wasn't curling all the way because the ends was split. You can still see her natural hair. It doesn't really blend in. Like, because when you also look at this thing, if you do watch it, it's three minutes long of her like doing behind the scenes, like a photo shoot talking about who she is as a mother and a woman. You know, like every every premiere talk show, you know, infomercial, they tell, to let you know who the person is. So you fall in love with them. Like she was really selling it really good, but there was not another brown face in that entire room. So that's why her hair was not perfectly blended in. So you're going to lose some points on your assimilation tactics if you don't have a black person who could lay your hair. Um, so Candace girl, I see you. I'm not going to watch your show, but I, I come, I commend that. I respect, and I commend, I respect that. I respect people who say I'm a dirty, rotten scoundrel and I'm going to get this bag any way I need to get this motherfucking bag. I also respect white people who say out front, yo, I'm racist. I respect that so much more than you telling me that you're not and you're doing everything that showed me you racist. I'd rather you say, yo, I really don't like black people. And I'd be like, you know what? Cool. Now I know how to move around you. And I see Candace and I'm like, I, you're not saying it, but girl, we see that you out here trying to get this money bag. So I, I, I had to talk to you because that's a level of commitment I don't have. I would have told all motherfuckers kiss my black ass and take my half mixed baby and divorce my rich white husband and go back to doing some nigga shit. Cause I, I can't, you know, 
it's we still in a pandemic. We still in a pandemic. Speaking of pandemic, <laughs> there's a pandemic happening right now over on the CBS talk show, The Talk. If you've been under a rock, you have not heard what's going on over there. Um, Sharon, Are they going to fire that girl? Sharon, girl, grown-ass woman, old-ass woman, Sharon Osbourne, this woman right here. Uh, look, first, they, why, why can't they just fire her? Can, first of all, can we get into can we get into how tightly snatched her face is? Okay. I mean, first of all, I'm looking at the work. You know, I it's it's first of all, the photo retouching is phenomenal. Uh, she definitely got a facelift, got some fillers. Yeah. Definitely got her nose done. Um, those eyebrows look like they've had work as well. A good microblading situation. I give it three out of 10. She is 68 years old. Um, and no, that is not her real face, but the reason no, it hasn't been, and she hasn't had her real face for a while, y'all. No, but the you're, reason you're, why you're I bring up her age, I bring up her age because at 68 years old, she and, 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 and British and British, she is old enough to know racism. She is old enough to know that the Royal family is racist. Even if you don't, even if you she, don't, want to uh, I, racist, what I disagree. What I'm saying is if somebody says to you, don't you think it's interesting that the royal family is rich because they've plundered and raped and, and pillaged every brown country in America? That is why they're able to be, to be rich. Entitled white people don't get anything. I hear what you're saying, but what I'm, I'm not saying it's excusable. No, but when you bring the point up, like some as a, as a, as a she's a smart woman, okay? She's a businesswoman. She's a woman that has- she ain't that smart, because look at her. Look she, at her. See, the interviews she's been given <laughs> off of this have been horrible. Well, I think that's because she's had a, a long life of being able to pass with Karen behavior. And it goes unchecked. I, as a semi-heavy metal fan who has followed the career of Ozzy Osbourne um, and am familiar with how he used to act and definitely big-time racism, um, in his whole entire career, uh, and the stuff that we used to let pass, uh, I am not shocked, and I don't think that she's that smart. Uh, just like Piers Morgan clearly is. Cuckoo. No, I know. See, I think the Piers Morgan thing is, I think that he really hates Meghan Markle because he thought he had a chance with Meghan Markle. I think he hates women. I think if I can't believe Meghan Markle gave made him think that he even had a chance by meeting with him. I'm telling you, if, if Piers Morgan was American and didn't have money behind him and an accent, he would be shooting up black women and Asian women in massage parlors, too. That's what I'm saying. Piers Morgan hates women. Okay? That's true. He hates women. You can tell. Any man that walks hunched over he like got, he, got, he got that incel walk. That It's the high, sh it's high shoulders. It's the high shoulder and they walk like this. Yeah, they hunched over. And, you know, like they tuck their little dick back. You know what I'm saying? They they hide their little dick from the world because they're ashamed of it. So psychologically, they have to tuck their dick back and they walk a little hunched over because, yes. you know, they don't have full balls. <laughs> so Sharon, girl, um, I wish you the best. I think you have enough money. You can go sit down somewhere. You do not. I have don't wish her the best. Fuck her. I mean, you know, I wish I wish she receives everything that she thinks she deserves. How about that? Oh, look at you. How about that? Discover since you started your juice cleanse, you've been so peaceful. Anyway. I have been peaceful, you know. Yeah. Yeah, 
some drinking water. There's no alcohol in here. This, I'm not a big alcohol drinker anyway, but this is this is water, y'all. Okay. Next story. Uh, Mary, I'm going to let you take this one over because you text me like we got to talk about this tonight. So uh, please do the honors. Uh, let's go to the tweet so we can get the image for the people ready. Y'all, do y'all remember Little Mama? You can say no. So Little Mama, she had the song about her lip gloss was popping. Also famous for jumping on stage in the middle of uh, Alicia Keys and Jay-Z performing um, Empire State of Mind at the MTV Awards. And Jay-Z looking at her like, why are you here? <laughs> we shouldn't know that. We shouldn't know. I, I mean, I actually felt bad for her when she was crying on a breakfast club when she was talking about all her many hardships she was going through. I was like, man, I understand that stress and trying to be a celebrity. But then she come back with this. And I'm like, no, this is just who you are. I also blame uh, the people that follow Razak Islam since she is following a lot of what he is saying. And anybody who ends up in a clubhouse room with people that um, definitely are on a whole other level of uh, no-tepism that I could even like understand. But she's about to start a heterosexual rights movement. Y'all, there's so many problems here with with this first of all little mama this ain't it for a lot of reasons because you don't even have an it so you you're the it to the it like you don't have an it to make this it it because you ain't it secondly what the fuck are you saying oh heterosexual folks Let's backtrack. Now, the reason why she says she's starting a heterosexual anti-bully club or association or movement is because she has been attacked on social media after she agreed. Zach is long. See? Look. Is, I now, knew it. So, so she reposted this. She actually did a live with him where they were both saying that, that children should not have their genitals cut for sex gender reassignment at a young age. Now, anyone who knows anything about the trans movement knows that that does not happen. Exactly. It doesn't happen at all. A, a kid does not wake up and tell their mom at age 10 that they feel like they are the other sex and their family takes it to a doctor and they fucking chop their shit off. That doesn't happen. You that have doesn't to happen like that. Weeks. You have to go through years of psychotherapy. You have to go through years of family therapy if your family supporter or not. You have to go through years and sometimes it's even court approval. You have to go to a court if you do want to start hormones. They have to say, yes, they've gone through these steps and we think that the child is not ready for hormones but those things are just to even really prevent your puberty from hitting if you are a young person so if you it's rooted in ignorance and it's rooted in stigma and it's rooted in fucked up shit now and, so little now Ma, and i i really 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 wish that we would understand and be more open to saying that we don't know something versus going this route and looking ignorant as fuck um so whatever she gets off of this may she get it and uh if she doesn't learn a lesson too bad this is just this is asinine to me so and you know what else is asinine yeah. but go back to her weave go back to it oh, go back go back to photos yes you done did all this you know i saw her in a beauty supply poster she had on a bonnet like you you trying to go to hair you know you're doing all this You'd have a, this looks like a good mink, maybe like a mink yaki. Mm. 
and you over here with this. I want to I go over two slides, Tim. I want to I want to read the the big of the black here. So she says, "I'm about to start a heterosexual rights movement, anti bullion." Anti <laughs> Y'all fight so hard to be respected, but some of you, not all, get a kick out of bullying wow. people for having an opinion. Oh, at first it says option, not opinion. How they yeah, dress, how their hair wow. or makeup looks, how much money you have. There are so many people afraid to give their honest opinion because if they do, the LGBTQ plus will hear what they want to hear and take statements out of context. Now, there is nothing to be taken out of context when you're talking about ch children's genitalia being cut off. Like, it's the same thing when you hear white male Republicans talking about how abortion is body mutilation and a mom and, and, and rape is okay if the kid is alive. Like, all these crazy things where you're just like, what are y'all, what are you talking about? And I do want to say that it's not the pandemic driving people crazy. It's the crazy coming out. Because yeah. folks are sitting with this shit before we ended up in the house all the time. Yeah, I'm telling you one thing. Um, I've been in a house conservatively uh, distancing from COVID activity and not once in this last 12 months, because it's been 12 months, have I ever sat down and pondered what young trans kids are doing with their private parts. If I want to explore sex and I feel like I need it pretty badly, I just masturbate or call over a dick in a box. That's pretty much what I do. Yeah, you ain't got to be worried about trans people. And, what they and when I say the box, I mean the person, him coming over in a car. Oh, 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 you you really call, you call the car the box. Oh, oh yeah, I don't, I don't really like dildos. I like the real thing. Ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. Just keeping it real. When you've had, when you've had a good, you've had a good. Um, Hello. Gabe said, uh... Tim already in his car. <laughs> I am definitely, unfortunately, Tim and I would never ever work, but I respect him as a person. Don't get Tim riled up because he's about to pop on here. I see his face brewing. He says no. Okay. Um, let's get to our last story of the evening. Um, I'm not a runner. I don't like running. It I love running. But I saw this clip and I said, when the zombies come, I just need to fight because I, I ain't gonna be able to do this. Let's look at these. You're guys. not you're not you're not gonna go, 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 go. Definitely got it. Everybody definitely got it. This is the thing. This is a Daphne is a beast on the track. See, I respect this. As as a, someone who respects track and field, Daphne is you can't mess with Daphne, but continue. Everybody's saying Daphne is an assassin. Look, look at that. Look at that. Daphne, Daphne got it. That you can't beat that pace. She could probably go up to like 22 miles per hour. Listen, I am not running no You gotta run. So so if the zombie apocalypse hit and we're hanging out, yeah, you're gonna fight them, you're not gonna run. I'm a I'm gonna I'm going to run as much as I can and hide if I can, and then I'm going to fight. So you're going to run and hide. You know, they like, I, I think, I think you need to regroup your strategy. First of all, my strategy is if there's zombies, I'm getting me and Winnie in the car. We getting our go bag and our weapons and we driving up the coast North to Canada. That's my plan. So you think you're going to have gas all the way? How, how you going to, you, you don't get what you, what you going to do? 
who drives a Prius? She does. She does, girl. I got a uh, 450 miles to a full tank, bitch. I'm out. I'm out. See, my plan was to have my loved one just take me out because I don't feel like trying to find tampons in the middle of a, a apocalypse. Cup. Get a diva cup, girl. You ain't got to worry about tampons when you got a diva cup. Um, my late, you know what? I'm, I don't want to go into that. The point is, is that uh, I'm just going to hope that my partner takes me out. I mean, see, my thing is I am stubborn, y'all. I talked about this before. I am stubborn. I want to be alive in case the shit turns around. Who, how, how crazy is it if you die? It's not going to turn around. Like, and then like the next day they figure out the anecdote or the, all of a sudden the zombies can't live in the rain or whatever goofy shit because the rain got too much like, you know, arsenic in it, whatever global warming shit. That's like, kind of fucked up because didn't you say you wanted your dog to die like she was surprised and just dropped dead? Yeah, that's quick. But I don't want her eating alive. That's not that you think I want her eating alive quickly. I'm gonna try and save my dog. If Wait, you're gonna save your okay. So if a zombie get your dog, you're gonna try to save your dog? No, 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 no. I, I'm I don't want her to get bit in the first place. Once she get bit, she's gone. Once she get bit, I'm shooting her in the head because I don't want her to turn into a zombie dog. Okay. So, but I'm not gonna kill her preemptively when the zombies is on the horizon. I'm gonna try and get up out of here. You a good, you a good, you a good dog owner. I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm not gonna let somebody kill me. I want listen. If a zombie is trying to, you know what? I listen, if we trapped back against the wall, if we trapped, yes. But if it comes on the news that zombies is percolating up here in yonder, I'm not gonna turn to my loved one on the couch watching the news. All, all, like, all I know is take me out and make sure I'm shot in the head because I'm not trying to come back. So that's all I'm asking for. If I that 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 that's literally what I want to have in my marriage vows to my man is I want to be like, hey, say it in front of God, say it in front of the minister. That he gonna get you a two piece of the dome if zombies come. I mean, if he's good, it just just take one shot. Nah, I feel like you gotta get. If you don't want to come back as a zombie, you gotta get shot in the head twice. I think so. You gotta make sure that there's no brain tissue left for that zombie shit to percolate up in. Statistically, you have a point, but that's what I'm looking for in a, a husband because I'm looking. There was a movie out. I can't remember the name of it, but it was about uh, something that came down in the in that it was like an ash from the sky that killed all the women if they were exposed to it. If anybody knows the movie I'm talking about, it came out like a year or two and it has a guy, Leslie Odom Jr. in it and the woman who was in Slumdog Millionaire. They were a couple and she was one of the last women to survive because she was inside when it started um, coming down in the air. And so as long as you don't get, as long as you don't touch the ash, you live. So she was in hiding for a long time. And, um, and she finally got tired. Oh, the fog. No, I don't think it's called the fog. Is I don't it called the fog? No, it's not the fog. It's the rain? Fog just shouting out participation. Wait, they just shouting out, they just shouting out weather conditions. It was a movie. It was a movie with. Folks um, are shouting out weather conditions. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna find it right now. I'm gonna look it up. What's the name of this movie? It is called. Is it the Inclement Weather? No, it is called Only. O N L Y. Only. Sean Malcolm said the mist. Folks were just shouting out weather conditions. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Um, it's called. 
it's called only because she's the only woman left or the only woman that you see left in this movie. But anyway, so she he's hiding her. He's keeping her safe. He's keeping her in the apartment. He goes out and he gets food. He makes sure that all the windows are sealed so she doesn't breathe in any of the toxic air. He got air purifiers, you know, because um, the military is coming and trying to find women so that they can find a cure. But basically by finding the cure, they're like, we're willing to kill women so we can find a cure because we want women. We want we want to have kids, you know, because men are still men and they want to fuck something. So they're like, we need to bring women back. So if any woman who was halfway healthy, they're going to figure out and eventually kill her to find the antidote. So they didn't want the military to find the woman. But she got tired. She was like, I'm tired of being in this house. And so she just went outside and was like, it's done. I, I'm I'm finna die. So let's go on this road trip. And they go, go on a road trip. And she ends up dying at the end. But she was like, I'm tired of being in the house. So I would have still been in the house is what I'm saying. <laughs> I would have still been in the house. And then I would have said, if they, if the military catches me here, then you kill me. Cause I know they're going to kill me, but I want to, I want to have a chance. I want to, I want to live. Okay. Well, take me out. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, Mary, what would you like to tell the people? Oh, geez. So many things. Uh, hi, please. Uh, you know, get vaccinated or not. But don't get nobody else sick if you got COVID. Two, uh, if you can, please follow and watch Chloe Across America. Post this episode and you can rewatch previous episodes. Chloe is hilarious and a dear friend, and I'm so proud of her for continuing on this journey. I definitely recall last year when I got in that ass and I said, girl, you better get on this digital streaming because we gonna be here for a while. And look, we're still here. We all gonna be back outside forgetting about our cap house, AKA clubhouse and everything pretty soon. So please follow and enjoy the journey, follow the new channel and support black women. If you don't, we gonna talk shit about you on Twitter. Thank you. Thank you, Mary, for, for ending us in a nice word down by the riverside. Um, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Mary, you're always a joy. I love you dearly. We talk all the time. We're really I love you. Um, and Mary also recently had a birthday, y'all. Mary recently had a birthday. So if you enjoyed Mary, Mary, please tell us what is the cash app so you can donate Mary, Mary some birthday. Yes. So my Venmo is Mary dash P R Y O R. And my PayPal is mtprior at gmail.com. If you use Gmail to try to hit on me, let me tell you something right now. If you're not above six foot one, and if your dick is less than seven inches, don't hit me up. Thanks. Can you can you just tell me the cash app and, and the cash app is Mary hyphen prior? The Venmo is Mary dash P R Y O R. Yes. And the PayPal is mtprior at gmail. I'm I'm typing it down. Thank you so much. We can get you some birthday, some birthday coins. And no, the social security hasn't kicked in because I'm not as old as you people. Thank you so much. Um, you're a mess. Everybody's saying happy birthday. I'm trying to get you some birthday coins, but I would love it. I appreciate it. Yay! Thank you. you no, know, uh, Venmo Mary Pryor. She just had a birthday on Monday. Uh, it's the Venmo Mary hyphen Pryor, and uh, PayPal is mtpryor at gmail dot com. Y'all don't. I don't have cash up because they caught me moving weight. I, I can't.
with you. I just absolutely cannot with you. Uh, Tim, is there anything you would like to say to bring it on home? Tim? This episode of Chloe Across America was brought to you by... Go. Look, so the, the the mugs are still for sale. I mean, y'all niggas ain't buying them, but y'all could at least. We also haven't them. promoted them, Tim. You be so harsh. You act like we be. We Come be on, niggas be asking for them and then they don't buy them. Like, okay. but you gotta promote it, Tim. We're gonna promote it more. We're gonna do. We're gonna get our shit together. Yeah. We are. I mean, I think also that's why y'all love it because we always say we're gonna get our shit together, and we do in very slow, small increments. But we, you see the improvement, okay? So keep keep keeping hope alive. All right, y'all. Um. It's been great. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Tim. Thank, thank you, you friend. Amazing. Bye, everybody. Be safe. Yeah. Um, thank you, folks, for hanging out with us this evening. We'll see you next week. We may have a surprise next week, but I don't, I don't want to get your hopes up high. But even if you don't have a big surprise, it's still going to be me and Timothy um, and some amazing guests. So please tune in next week. Remember to subscribe to the new show. I put it in the comments right here in the chat. I'll put it in the show description as well. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, or iTunes podcast, please rate the show. Leave a review because those things definitely help get more eyes on this show. I'm done begging and pleading. I love all of you. Take care of yourself. Have a great weekend. Get vaccinated if you can. If you don't, stay inside and be a bubble person for the rest of your life. Have fun with that. Have a great night. Love you all. See y'all next week. Timothy, I hope you got the right shit going because if you... <laughs>